We are live on the Doug Saravo Show. Alongside me, we have the basketball star, Andrew Brem, and Brandon Schwartz. Brandon, how are you today? Doing good, Doug. How's it going? Pretty good. Andrew, how are you today, buddy? Okay, good. All right, so we got a lot to get to today. Uh, Super Bowl will be in two weeks. We got the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. So I'm going to start with Andrew. Give me your thoughts of the Kansas City Chiefs. Will they defend their world championship? I really don't know at this point. I mean, uh, you know, originally I predicted Buffalo and Tampa were going to go to the Super Bowl. I think we all did. Yeah, and I actually did a poll yesterday on my Instagram about that, and I literally thought it was going to be Buffalo was going to take that crown and go to the Super Bowl. But now we have the Tampa Bay Rays against the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. So now I'm wondering, I'm really Brandon, did you hear so that? uncertain who's going to win the Super Bowl. Is it going to be Tampa or is it going to be the Chiefs again? It's very uncertain. But with Tom Brady being on the team. Oh, hey, Andrew. Tam- <laughs> the Tampa Bay who? I think Tampa is going to win. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, because before you said the Rays, so. No, I didn't say the Rays. I said yeah, Tampa you Bay. You said so the Tampa anyways, Bay Rays. Yeah. All right, back well, to maybe your point. Cut off. We'll cut off probably. That's probably why. All right, back to your but point. Anyways, buddy. the Bucks, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, so the Tampa Bay Bucks, uh, they probably will win this year because if they have Tom Brady and if Tom Brady got the Patriots to many Super Bowls, I think they'll probably win this year. But we'll po- we might see the Chiefs win, but. I think Tampa is going to be the one this year, but we'll we'll see. Brandon, what do you think about Andrew's uh, opinion on the Tampa Bay Rays, as he said? Brandon. Brandon, you there? Is Brandon, like, frozen? Wait, I didn't hear you. What was that? What do you think about Andrew's opinion on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Um, I agree with him. Um, I do think that it will be a very, very good, very high-scoring game. Um, you got two of the best, probably the best quarterbacks in the league going at it against each other by far. Oh, for sure. Two, two by far best quarterbacks in the league. No doubt about it. Um, I think the, I think the Buccaneers, uh, I think everyone expected the Buccaneers to go to the Super Bowl. Because think of it like that. I see. I think of it like this. You got Tom Brady on the Buccaneers. That's like LeBron James going to the like if LeBron James came to the Knicks. Oh yeah, the Knicks get, would go to the World Championship. We, we would we would probably end up in at least the Eastern Conference Finals, or make it to the NBA Finals. No, you wouldn't make it to the finals. I mean, we would and be I think really good. The championship. We would be really good. I mean. That's how I think of it. You know, Tom Brady, when they signed Tom Brady to that contract in March, I believe, uh, they knew they were going to go far. They knew they were going to go far. And they deserve to go far. I mean, you got one, you got the best, the GOAT. He's the GOAT of football. He's the oh, best. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tom Brady, in my mind, is the greatest of all time. As a Giants fan, time, I have to respect him. And he does great with players around him, too. You know, Gronkowski had a good game. Um, Mike Evans had a good game. The guys around him were pretty good. And do you think that the Buccaneers will be the favorite being left there in Tampa Bay? Absolutely. This is the first time you'll see 
a home team host the Super Bowl. And I think they have a major advantage here. But Mahomes is 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 not he, he's he will he will fight for this. I mean he's one of, he's the second best quarterback in the league. I mean he can end up winning this game, but it's gonna be tough. So I think the Buccaneers will end up winning this game. Yeah, the Bucs are gonna win. Oh yeah, I'm going with Tampa Bay too. Yeah, I hope uh, you know, I'm praying and hoping I win that bet. Oh you bet? I'm gonna probably bet. What are you gonna bet? The money line or the over? Like I'm gonna do the five dollar bet and then you know try to win the hundred. Yeah, but the money line or the over? You mean a box? Are you talking about the Super Bowl box or like the money line, the under, the over under? Uh, Probably, but it's something that you do, I guess. No, that William Hill thing. So yeah, but there's there's many aspects to betting, Andrew. You could do the money line, you could do the over, you could pick who wins the MVP. Yeah, that's true. So can you tell us the answer? I'll probably do the money line. The money line? That's That's a good bet. Because I'm not a fan of the spreads. I'd rather just see who wins the game or who doesn't, you know? Yeah, I'd rather do that too. I'm not Mm -hmm. a spread person, really. Because at least if they win the game, you don't have to worry about it. Right. Yeah. Sometimes they could win the game but lose the spread and that that will screw, screw you over. Oh, yeah, that's true. So what are we thinking, like um, a 45-35 game? Or do you think maybe defense? Because a lot of Super Bowls, when we think they're going to be high scoring, defense shows up. So, Andrew, what do you think? Uh, I think it's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be – I think one of these teams is going to brutally lose to the other team. I think that's what's going to happen. I think it's going to be a very, very close game. I, th- I have a feeling it's going to be somewhere between 35 to 32. That's what I think the end, the end results will be. 35-32? Yeah. All right, I'm going to write that down, and then we can predict it. So Andrew's going to go with 35-32. Brandon? Andrew said 35-32? 35-32 who? Who's, who's the winner? Buccaneers? Tampa, Tampa will win. Okay, so I'm going to go 40, 40 to 28 Buccaneers. 40 to 28 Buccaneers? Yeah, 40 to 28 Buccaneers. I'm going with 21 to 17 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Solid pick. Pretty good. And Tom Brady will win the MVP. I think you're right. I think yeah, he will win the MVP. Dude, Tom Brady wins everything. Well, he's a winner. What can we say? Tom Brady wins every little award. So, speaking of winners, is this the end of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? Because yesterday he made some comments about uh, the future, and he added, including myself. So, is this the end of Rodgers in in Green Bay? Andrew, I'll start with you. It does sound like it. It sounds like... uh... This is the end of his career for Green Bay, and I feel like he's going to move to team in the upcoming year. So I just well, I have think it's going to happen. We don't know what team he'll go to. Could it be the New York Jets, or do you think Deshaun Watson is going to be a New nope. York Jet? By the... Could it be the New York Jets, or do you think it's going to be uh, Deshaun Watson that would be a Jet? Andrew? I really don't know, to be honest with you, but... Uh... It could happen. I mean, the New York Jets are doing a horrible job. 
But, uh, you know, now since they fired their coach yeah. and got a new coach, you know, that they have – they look like a little bit of a future ahead of them. And if they get a guy like Aaron Rodgers, I think they'll have a better future. Brandon? Uh, hard to say about Aaron Rodgers. I think I give him a couple more – at least one or two more years left in, in the frozen tundra of Green Bay. Um. He really means a lot to that town. He's been there for oh, a yeah, while. For sure. I don't think I don't think he wants to give up yet. I think he's got a couple more years left with the franchise. And if it yeah, but does he, does he want to leave, or do you think it's the ownership that's going to push him out? Uh, I think it's him. I think he want it would be him if he want. I, I think it'd be up to him if he wants to leave. If it's up to the owners, that's up to them. I mean. You got to do what's best for your franchise and what you can do to win Super Bowls and championships. You know that's that's up to you. Does he? Does the ownership have the? Do they want to? Do they want to restart and go with a young quarterback and go with a prospect? You know that's up to them. Do they want to? Do they want to start over and, and reinvent this franchise and see what else they could do? Um, that's up to them. That's up to the ownership. The ownership's in charge, but. In terms of Aaron Rodgers, if I had, if he was making the decision, I would say give it a couple more years left in Green Bay. Yeah, because it feels like there's been a little disconnect between him and the ownership once they drafted Jordan Love. Yeah, but I mean, he, Jordan Love. They did go thirteen and three. They did go thirteen. And, they did go thirteen and three. So he still has yeah, plenty I mean, left in the tank. They had a great season. They had an awesome season. You can't. They had a perfect. They had a wonderful season. I mean, listen, the playoffs don't always. Can you do this somewhere else, please? Kind of Andrew, give me your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers while Brandon takes a quick timeout. <laughs> Andrew, give me your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, well, we just did. You just told. We just went over that. Yeah, you, you told me that yeah, just now. You asked me that just now. No, but does he stay in Green Bay? That was a, You asked me first. No, but after hearing like all the information, do you I, think he like stays? Like I said, we you... don't know what the future will be. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. He probably true. will leave. I have a feeling he's going to leave. Because he said that where he wants some type of... Very, where I have he... a strange feeling. He... I have a feeling Aaron Rodgers won't stay. Because he said well, You said he's yesterday... been there for a while, so he probably wants to go somewhere else. Yeah, but to add that comment, including myself, ain't that a little suspicious? Like, I want to be out? Yeah, it's a little suspicious. But, Cause... like we said, we don't know. Once the next season comes and rolls along, we'll see what happens. If he signs with another team, he signs with another team. Because if you, you know? if you think about it, that's suspicious, Brandon. Including myself. Like, if I want to stay with an organization, I don't add that comment. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you should be very careful in what you yeah, say, especially in 2021. You got to be careful what you say in your within your franchise or your business. You now you got to be very careful because words could spread and they could cause they could cause they could cost you your career and they could. You know, it could turn in the wrong direction. So you got to be very careful. Do you actually mean what you say or do you not, you know? So the question is, will Aaron Rodgers, will Aaron Rodgers leave? Uh, I don't, 
I think he's going to stay another year or two. Yeah, I can't. I can't see him play anywhere else. It's just weird. Yeah, I mean, he means a lot to that town. That's like, I mean, he's he's the heart and soul of that franchise. That's I like mean, Eli Manning playing somewhere else. I was just going to say that's like Eli Manning or Pete or. Uh, or that's like yeah, Eli Manning going to like the Chargers or or the yeah, you know that that's it's just that's 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 how you think of it, you know you, you know, so yeah, I think he means a lot to that franchise and he should stay another year or two because I think oh, they can sure. make it to I think they could go to the Super Bowl in the next couple of years because they're almost there. They almost made it. They were that close because when when Brady gave up those three interceptions yesterday, when he oh, was, I thought they were gonna fall apart. You know, I think the. People thought the Packers might have had a chance here, so you know I think they got a lot. They got a lot to look forward to in the future because they're a really good team. With they a have a good coach. Uh, they're what like twenty eight and twenty eight and six in his first two years. That's yeah. That's no fluke. Yeah, no, they they have a really great future. I mean, they're looking really good. Namath? Who brought up Joe Namath? <laughs> Brandon, did you bring up Joe Namath? Never brought up him. Not at all. Yeah, I don't remember hearing, unless I did by accident. All right, so we have plenty more to get to on the Doug Strauss show. Up next, we're going to talk about the New York Yankees and them bolstering. Let's say upgrading, because I can't say bolstering. Their pitching staff, Corey Kluber. Jamison Talion, they traded away Adam Ottavino. So, Brandon, your Yankees are making a lot of moves. And we'll get right to that right after this commercial break. Where the Monroe Falcons are playing the St. Joseph of the Cutchin Falcons. Past uh, that game's history, we have a, a state's uh, championship on our mind now. The ranch, the buffalo. It all works together very nicely. Welcome to Falcons Insider. Falcons Insider. On today's episode, we're doing a lot of great work. You know, this is work that people said couldn't have been done before. A lot of money doing something you love. Re-elected team reporter. Yeah, what a season that was for you. 54, 54 points in 18 games. Um, but definitely, I mean, I, when I said that we're going to win GMCs, I think yeah, that's another one that, we, that I remember. Yeah. You just said it with, with so much confidence. back on the Doug Survival Show, and the New York Yankees are truly certifying their pitching rotation, and it seemed like the, the past few years, their struggle to get to a world championship was their pitching staff. So, Brandon, 
how important is this? How important is this for your New York Yankees to add more pitching to their starting pitching? Well, based on the the postseason from 2020, the pitching is majorly important. If it wasn't for giving up that home run to to the, I forgot I forgot who it was. If the Yankees didn't give up the home runs to a couple of those raised players, Randy Rosarena, Michael Brousseau. So, yeah, uh, thanks for the American League Championship, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Uh, but, yeah, pitching is very important for the Yankees, and it really comes down to what happens in the postseason. Pitching is the most important part of the postseason because you're in a jam, you got bases loaded. You need to bring in a pitcher to help you shut out that inning and prevent those runs from scoring. So adding a Jamison tie-in, tie-in, I don't know how to say his first name, um, Jameson. Jameson Tyon, having Corey Cooper, Gary King, forget Garrett Cole, and Luis Severino and James Paxton. You know, those guys will, you know, you need a good pitching rotation, especially now in this day and age in baseball, uh, because there's a lot of good hitters throughout the one through nine lineup. There are a lot of good hitters, one through nine. So I think having a good pitching staff, a good pitching rotation, a good bullpen is a very important part to this Yankee franchise as they are looking to get back to the World Series for the first time since 2009. Yeah, the first decade where they didn't go to the World Series. Now, so there's people you... saying that it's been the worst decade of all time. I kind of disagree with that because I think they learned a lot. They learned a lot. Did they finally get over the, hum the hump? I think adding Garrett Cole, adding Chloe Cooper could be the puzzle solver here. I think you I think you needed another starting pitcher after Garrett Cole. You know, just as a backup, just in case a couple of guys go down with injuries that could cost them the season. Uh, so would you would you say the door is shut on Masahiro Tanaka? If we haven't heard anything by now, I think he's done with the Yankees. I think he's gonna end up going back to Japan and playing for the for the Japanese league. Um He's had a great run with the Yankees, and every Yankee fan loved him. He was awesome. You can't thank him enough. He did a great job. But maybe in the future we could bring him back. You never know. You never know. So they say the AL East is like the toughest division in baseball. Toronto got George Springer. The Red Sox made a couple of moves. The Rays obviously traded away Blake Snell. And then Baltimore, we know they're still basically in this rebuilding phase could be a while before they get to contenders. Who ultimately comes out on top? Will it be the offense or will it be the pitching which the Rays have? Now the Yankees have it with that one, two, three, I would assume, and Cole, uh, Kluber, and then Talion. So who has the edge here in this AL East? Do the Red Sox bounce back? Do the Blue Jays ultimately come out on top? I mean, adding George Springer is a game changer for the whole team and even the whole division. So I think the Yankees will still win the division, but I think it's going to come down to the Yankees and the Blue Jays in the top two that are fighting for that first place spot. Yeah, I think the Rays, I would say they could defend that crown, but losing Snell, that hurts. But he's, he's And been Morton, too. Morton too. Yeah, I mean, Morton too to Atlanta. So I mean, they have the prospects. So we shall see. And then who knows what they do with the bullpen games? Those are always interesting. 
So I think the AL East is going to be the division to look out for next year. It's truly going to be exciting. Hopefully they play 162, where it goes down to the wire. It's going to be interesting for sure. So it's going to be a fun I, season. Oh, for sure. I can't wait. So John, he brought up, he was the one that brought up the point that Joe Namath was the was basically one of the only quarterbacks to play for one team. Uh, Steve mm-hmm. Young went to I think Kansas City, Joe Montana. So you can't really think of many quarterbacks that played for one team. Eli Manning was one guy. Brett Favre went to Minnesota. So quarterbacks, it's it's rare where they play for one team. Yeah, I mean, look at Peyton Manning too. I mean, he spent most of his career with the Colts, and and then he went to where you go, Denver. Yeah, Denver. Denver Broncos. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you want to change, you know, and that that's that's your right. You have a right to change up your added your your routine and what you want to do in other you know in other places. So that's up to you. So we're gonna bring Andrew back. Andrew, how you been, buddy? Andrew, you fell asleep. Good. <laughs> I think Andrew fell asleep. What? So Andrew, no, I think you fell asleep. Andrew, I want to I talk to you about asleep. the Los. Oh, all right, you looked it. I want to talk to you about the Los Angeles Dodgers. They've been pretty quiet this off season. Where do the Los Angeles Dodgers go? The San Diego Padres made a lot of free agency moves, bringing in a lot of pitchers. You Darvish, um, who else? Blake Snell, um, Joe Musgrove. The Padres have yeah. been truly doing everything they there are can. Also, Bowers t- out there too. Yeah, Trevor Bauer's still out there too. The Dodgers are, do- I mean, the Padres are doing everything they yeah, can but, to uh, take right down. Now, people are t- telling him. People are telling who what? Yeah, Doug. So uh, Trevor Bauer. So they're telling uh, the league is telling uh, the Dodgers don't get Trevor Bauer because of his allegations with women. He uh, sexually assaulted and abused a couple women, and. If you talk to the, all any of these women that he's been with, don't be with them. Yeah, I don't saw something s- on Twitter about that. Me. That's what I just heard. A reporter. Yeah, literally. Uh, yeah, up. I saw yeah, that. I'll pop it up right now for you. So is that you think he's like one of those distractions, yeah, look, or he's just because there's a lot of bad heat on Trevor Bauer. Distractions or what? No, like if you look at his social media, he would attack. Distraction, to be honest with you. He, if you look at his social media, he would like attack fans. If you look at Trevor Bauer's Twitter, he would attack fans, Mm calling calling them out. He would. I think there was some instance he had with like a fifteen-year-old girl or something where he he said something to her. I'm not sure exactly. Damn. Yeah. No, he sounds like. But there's a lot of drama and. He sounds like a dirt on Trevor Bauer on Twitter. There is. So, what's there this is. article that you pulled up? It looks, it looks terrible. Dodgersway.com. It's Dodgers should avoid Trevor Bauer's allegations. Mouth. Yeah, there's a lot of mess. I mean, a lot That's of players have that. That's why the Yankees stayed away yeah, from Trevor Bauer. With, you know, whether you're a celebrity, let me explain this. It happens a lot. Whether you're a famous athlete, a famous celebrity, singer, actor, 
uh, hip hop artist or career politician, politician, it seems like you don't have the usual barriers when it comes to things like this. It's because you have all this money and power to do all these things, and you think you don't have to follow half the, these rules you that everyone has to follow, and you think that you could do thing other things that people can't do. You should avoid it, though. What? It's called being a decent human being. Yeah. yeah so the Dodgers. So if the Dodgers are like I said, you know, half the. Pe- what were you saying? The Dodgers. What? Oh, I thought you were going to say something. So if the Dodgers are going no, to I'm avoid, just saying, like, that's why half the half these people who are famous. So what I was saying is that half these people who are famous don't have the barriers, don't have their usual barriers because they have all this fame, power, and money to do all these things. But they have to control it, Andrew. Yeah, that's true, but that's what I'm saying. You just Some people just can't because they're just so... They, because they have Egotistic? so much. They just can't handle it, you know. They help themselves. Yeah, so you're exactly. saying egotistic, yeah. Exactly. But Andrew, I could have all the money in the world. Exactly. I could be, like, I could have all this power. I could be a politician. I'm still going to be the better person. Right. It's true, but I'm just saying it's not with everybody. It's just with No, I'm just saying but that, I'm just saying out there that are famous. I'm just saying being famous can't be an excuse. That's true, but that's what I'm saying, you know, these people think that way and, you know, they can't help themselves. So when they take, they're going to have to take the backlash and like just you? deal with the consequences. Right. Right. You know, that's what I'm just saying, you know, that's what I'm saying. You know, no, I agree with you. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying it can't be an excuse. Oh, I'm famous. I could do whatever the hell I want. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, of course not. You can't. It's just just giving you the idea that this is what half these people think. These people have all this fame, power, and money. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, so, Andrew, we're going to talk some mm-hmm. NBA right after this commercial break, all right? If you can, pull up the standings, right. and we'll be right back, all right? We'll be right back. Uh, we start with work to see what um, can we do about it because I can pitch in money to start with, you know, because we need that. Look at that, it's uh, like you know, sad. The pop is crying, we need to do something. And when she gets elected. She will do a lot of great work for this town, things that haven't been done before. She's highly respected, highly intelligent, and I'm looking forward to hearing on election day that she is your newest representative, but most importantly, your voice. Thank you, thank you so much, thank you, thank you. 
We are back on the Doug Sharava Show alongside me. We got Andrew Brim and Brandon Schwartz. Guys, how are you today? Welcome back. So, Andrew, can you start with the Western Conference and tell me how things are shaping up? Andrew. Yeah, sure. I'll go right ahead. So, it seems like the Clippers went back. What? Go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah, I'll, I'll let me say it. Okay, so. Yeah, so the Clippers were at first, but now they're back at second. So, now uh, the Clippers are first. They're 13-4. Same thing as, as Lakers, but uh, they're 10-4 and four in the conference, the Lakers. And the Clippers are 11-4. and four. And so the Jazz, uh, Jazz Utah Jazz is twelve and four. Trailblazers uh, nine and six. The Denver Nuggets nine and seven. Memphis Grizzlies seven and six. Arizona Suns eight and seven. The Spurs nine and eight. Uh, Mavericks eight and eight. Warriors eight and eight. Uh, Rockets six and nine. Thunder six and nine. Sacramento Kings six and ten. The uh, Pelicans five and ten, Timberwolves uh, four and eleven. All right, so Andrew, is there a team that you think could ultimately take down the Lakers? Clippers. I think by the end of the season, we're going to see a championship game and a Western Conference championship game. It's be Clippers against the Lakers, so it's literally going to be the Battle of L.A., the one I've been envisioning uh, months before the I last I think many people predicted that last year. Happened. A lot of people predicted it yeah, last year. Yeah, predicted that too, but uh, I was close. I mean, it was Lakers and Miami. Yeah, I think the Nuggets took them down, or the Jazz. No, no, someone well, that was a championship game. No, someone took the Clippers down. Yeah. In the, the second round or something. Yeah. Trying to remember who, but yeah, probably. All right, so Brandon. Yeah, those are the. That's a team right now that's up in first place, the Clippers. Brandon, tell me about your New York Knicks and where they stand and where you see them going moving forward. All right, so where I see the New York Knicks moving forward is. So I'm going to stand in front of the Knicks poster here. Uh, the Knicks. Is that for Zingus? have looked very good in the last few games. Despite them losing, I think you're learning a lot. I like the play of Emmanuel quickly. He scored about 31 points last night, the rookie from Kentucky. And Julius Randle's been looking very good. R.J. Barrett's been looking really good. Um, Alec Burks, who's been out for a while, came back, started hitting threes, hitting some clutch buckets, and giving the Knicks some, some valuable points. Again, the Knicks really desperately need another three-point shooter or another point guard. So maybe in free agency over the summer, we could go after another three-point shooter. But I think the hiring of Tom Thibodeau has made these players play very hard each and every game. I could tell you when David Fisdale was the coach of these Knicks. And he was the coach of the Knicks for about... Oh, I think Thibodeau is going to be coach of the a year. A year and a half, not even a few months. He didn't make them play hard every game. One game, play hard. Next game, you guys could just blow yourselves out and not even play hard at all. The game after, you could play hard. No. With Thibodeau, 
you play hard every night. If you don't play hard, you sit your ass on the bench. That's how it works. That's what you do. You sit on the bench if you don't play hard. So that's what Tom Thibodeau does. You play hard, you stay in the game, you don't, you get off and you go on the bench. So Knicks definitely look very good despite the loss last night in Portland. Uh, I really think people are excited to see Emmanuel quickly be a consistent player. And and the Alec Burks. Alec Burks is showing some good skill too. He's hitting threes. Do you think they're heading in the right direction where they could actually contend for a playoff spot and hopefully a world championship? World championship would be the number one key. That would be, that's what everyone would championship. But Doug, getting into the playoffs would be just get us into the playoffs. Get us into the spot. Let's get, we haven't been to the playoffs in five years. Well, actually, eight years. We haven't been there in eight years. Eight years. 2013 was the best time to get to the playoffs. And that's a long time. That's a long time where the Knicks are not in the playoffs. And this town needs the Knicks to be good because when the Knicks are good, this town is is enormous. Oh, for sure, especially in New York City. New York City. I mean, the Brooklyn Nets are a good team. People have been looking for this for a while. Oh, for sure. All right, so we're going to go to Andrew Brem. Talk to me about your Brooklyn Nets. James Harden seems to finally be where he wants to be. Yeah, definitely. You know, James to the uh, into the Nets. They started really slow thing with him. They were fifth in the rankings place, and oh, as looking at the rankings now, they uh, maintained their uh, their their ranking. The ranking they were at before, they dropped to seventh place. So now they're back in fifth place. So I see a lot of potential for this team. Is it I championship or bust? Be a playoff team this year. Is it championship or bust? I think in another year or so, you'll probably see him in a championship game. No, but is this year championship Possibly, or anyways, bust? Anyways, let me explain. So, no, but is it championship or bust? bust? If they don't win it this year, it was this year a waste? I, I don't That's what I'm trying to get to. So let's uh, say they don't win the title. They lose in the second round. Was it a waste getting not. James Harden and trading away Karis LeVert? Jared Allen, your young guys? Was that, Would you say it was a waste? No. I, but is this year the year they have to win? No, I don't think it's a waste. I think it's just a year. Because uh, they spent, possibly, they spent all this money time, on Kyrie Irving. It would also be a good year for them. No, but what I'm saying is, is this the year they have to win? So if they don't win, yeah, was so it a waste? Because that's the point I'm trying to get to. Yeah, I think it's the year you have to win. Yeah, this. Yeah, uh, I think it's the year you have to win because, if, like you said, if they have Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, now Harden, I think they have to win this year. Why, though? Because you remember, Jared Allen's a great young prospect. Because they've spent... 
um, what's it? Karis right. LeBert is a great young prospect, and I know they're they're playing in the NBA instead of calling a prospect, but right. they still have to reach their potential in their prime. They're gonna Karis LeBert and Jared Allen are going to be one of the best players in the NBA. I'm happy my Cleveland Cavaliers went out and got Jared Allen, and they're playing well. So for the Cavaliers to have a core of Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, C.D. Osman, and to add in Jared Allen, I'm happy where my Cavaliers are going. I believe we will make the postseason even out with LeBron James. Right. I'm hoping okay, so LeBron comes back in two years. So think about teams, how they build and rebuild. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, has they have two years left on a deal. So if they don't win it ne- this year, they have to win it next year. So would you say this is the year that they go they go all in? Right. See, Andrew, I'm oh, practicing. Yeah, for, I'm they, practicing they for my. Do- I mean, yeah. They but do you get what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to practice. So if I ever have to debate someone in the future, future, so you do think that this is the year they have to win, though. They have to win. If they have three good guys on their team, they just made a huge trade now. I think they got to win. They have to win this game. And, I mean, if these three play together at one point, I think they should win this game. They should win this. Uh, this. All right, I'm going to go to Brandon now. Is this the year that the Nets have to win a world championship? 100%. I think they probably – could beat the Lakers in the finals. Um, remember, remember, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Well, Kyrie signed a what a four year contract. He signed a, what a four year contract to sign with to play with the Nets. Yeah, both are and four then Durant years. Signed, did he signed a four year contract too. Uh, yeah, I believe both so, of them yeah. were four years. So they signed a four year contract. They only had this is the second year. Even if Durant was out last year, that counts. He still does that counts it to his contract. Yeah, he still got paid. <laughs> so, if you don't win this year, you have you have you have to win either this year or well. My point is is you want to win this year because just in case something happens in the next year or two, you know, you want to have a backup plan. Yeah, because what if you Kyrie, have, what if Kyrie decides to say, "I'm out, trade well, me." That's the thing. That's the thing. Kyrie has personal reasons, uh, which I think that's a lie. I think he's just making excuses for himself. Um, so I don't know. I was, I think the Knicks was smart to never sign Kyrie and Kevin Durant, but if so. The way I see the that Kevin Durant looks on the court right now, he actually looks better. He looks better than the way he did before the Achilles injury. He's more he's like you should be able to win the finals this year. You should be able to win the finals this year. And if you don't win the finals this year, then you got something wrong with the coaching staff, or you just need to add better players on the bench because you 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 should. There's no excuse. You should win. You have the three best players. In the league, I mean, you got LeBron oh, for James, sure. but if you think about the best players, I thought, and Giannis is up there, I think he's three of them. 
three, if health, if healthy, could be the best. Kevin Durant, he he doesn't miss a shot. He's automatic. He doesn't miss. And James Harden, you know, despite all the problems he's gone through, can be a solid player. He's a he's one of the best. Oh yeah, James looks happy to be in Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, you should be able to win. You should be able to win the championship. But again, the NBA, I feel like now, is a lot different than it was in the past. It's a, There's a lot more competition in between each teams. You know, a lot more three-point shots are shot. Oh, yeah, and you could have five teams, and they all could have, like, three or four good players. It's not like having back in the day where you had LeBron James leading the Cavaliers, and they made it to the finals with... Um, Daniel Gibson, Eric Snow, Larry Hughes, Zudranis Ogalskis. You got a lot of on a lot of teams, so you got to be careful because there's a lot more competition. You, every team could win now. It's not like the old days where you know you wouldn't have anybody you lose. No, 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 no. It's a lot different now. You could win. You could win. You could win with any player you have now. I'm not saying you'll win a championship. But you could win games. You could win games. It's not the way it used to be. Everybody has a chance to win now. Yeah, look at the Bucks. They went from being one of the jokes in the NBA, and then they got Giannis, and they built around him. Especially and here they, here they are, a top contender. You could, there's no home court advantage. So, yeah, you could, you could win anywhere now. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we get back, I'm going to discuss the New Jersey Devils win over the New York Islanders, and then we'll have our final our final segment to discuss where the Mets will go after missing out on Springer and Brad Hand. We'll be right back. back on the Doug Saravo show. So the New Jersey Devils won another game. This time with Scott Wedgwood between the pipes. This is a guy that won the Stanley Cup with the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, third string goalie. But I'm really liking the way the Devils have been performing. They are 3-1-1 one and, one, and their young guys are stepping up, especially Jack Hughes. This guy is was the number one draft pick last year. He had 21 points in his first NHL season. He wasn't really that he wasn't really that consistent. He had great movements with the puck. He just couldn't find the back of the net. Made good passes, had the puck well. And he's playing he's performing well. I believe this guy has four goals and three assists and seven points. So Jack Hughes is really improving. He's 14 points away from breaking last year's total. But the the Devils are moving forward in a great position. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood is in the COVID protocol. Uh, we're waiting for Sammy Vatanen's visa, Jesper Bratt to finish the quarantine, Nico Heischer to fulfill his recover from his injury. So the Devils are pl- performing well, I'm, and I'm really liking where we're going moving forward. Igor Sharangovich is going to be a huge spot for this team, and I'm really looking forward to 
I'm really looking forward to where this Devils team goes. They are young, but they're playing phenomenal team hockey. And I'm really looking forward to where this Devils go. Um, so we have a question from uh, Jillian Francis Roberts. Serious question, Doug. How good is ShopRite Sushi? I think it's alright. I mean, it tastes fresh. It tastes good. Is it like real Chinese sushi? Maybe not. But it tastes good. I can't complain about it. So again, if you guys have questions, send them in. Thanks, Jillian. Uh, shout out to Nick Klein. Uh, let's see what John DiGiovanni has to say. Wow, your old days are so different than my old days. Wait, wait, wait. It's not that the Knicks were smart. Both of them rejected the Knicks and Dolan. So let's bring Brandon back in. Brandon, what do you think about this comment from John? I agree that But again, Dolan had a say in this. Dolan said, should we sign these guys even if he's coming off an Achilles injury? You know, I think, I think the Knicks wanted to head in a different direction, which is nothing, which is nothing bad. It's a, it's actually a smart thing, because look where we are now. You got Julius Randle, who's a potential All Star. You have even a guy like Alfred Payton, who could be a solid point guard. You have R.J. Barrett, who's really looking very good in the last few games. He's he's going to be a star. He's going to be really good. You give him time to develop. He's going to be really good. So Knicks fans. Get excited because you're going to see Julius Randle as an all-star. You're also going to see R.J. Barrett as an all-star in the future. So get excited because good things are happening to this town and this franchise. What do you think about um, so, Obi Toppin? He was coming off a major injury, which could have hurt his career. But luckily it didn't. He actually looks better now. After the injury. It's coming I mean, from yes. Um, there are players that do want to play in New York. But unfortunately, sometimes they want to play for the Brooklyn Nets instead of the New York Knicks. So... Because some players think the media for the Knicks are, are a lot different than the Brooklyn Nets. Um, but the media for the Nets is, is getting hot. It's getting hotter and hotter each time. So I think having Austin Rivers, having, you know, a guy like Mitchell Robinson, who's a monster on the boards, seven-foot guy, who's got a great wingspan. We're looking like we're really, we're really heading in the right direction. We just got to be patient because I think in the next two to three years, you'll see the New York Knickerbockers competing with the Brooklyn Nets in a playoff round. Could be the first round, second round. That would be awesome. Round. I would love to see that. Can you imagine the media too that time? The celebrities that will attend for a Nets-Knicks uh, playoff series? That would be, if we're allowed to have fans, of course. I mean, hopefully we do. 
Imagine when they would be when they would be a playoff team. Imagine the place would be crazy. Oh, for it would sure. Be nuts. Yeah, but do you think it would be in a? What would you rather see? Because I mean, first round, first round. Would it? Would you rather see it? You think it would be better in a conference final, or you oh. think it don't matter because it's New York? A conference finals would be the matchup everybody's been waiting for. I mean, listen, the conference finals is the best you could get in the in the conference. You know, that's like the Yankees and the Red Sox competing in an American League Championship Series. Or Yankees Mets World Series. Uh, yeah, that's like a Yankees Mets World Series. That's that's like, you know, what what what's another rivalry? But yeah, the you want to see the rivalry. Sidney Crosby, Alex Ovechkin. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. What did you say, Ovechkin? Yeah, that's a good rivalry to see in the playoffs. Crosby versus Ovi. Yeah, I mean, I don't know hockey, but you 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 do. But yeah, I'm. Back. Rangers Islanders in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I mean. You want to see rivalries because, first of all, it's good for the revenue. It, it helps the revenue of the team. It helps Boston, your, Montreal. It helps oh, yeah, your, for sure, revenue. It helps the marketing. It helps you market your brand. And it helps It helps unify. And here's another one. It could help unify a country. So, yeah, that it, it, all of that, all of that can, is why you want to see a conference championship between two rivals. So... I think in the next couple of years, well, I shouldn't say couple of years because I don't think it's, it's going to be that. In, in the next five to ten years, you could possibly see the Knicks and the Nets competing in a playoff round. Oh, yeah, at least five, definitely. See, but then again, you, think about it from – you don't know what Brooklyn's aspect. Once they're done with Durant and, Durant and uh, Kyrie and James – who knows where the if they'll fall off within the next five years? There are people thinking that you know sometimes it doesn't always work out. You know, you had the big three in Miami: Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and that worked out perfectly. They won two or three. I was it two or three championships. I mean, they uh, they went to the finals four perfect. years and they won two. Yeah, they, that worked out perfect. Sometimes the big three don't always work out. Sometimes they don't because oh, yeah, you got back. some egos, you got some drama. And it also helps to have a good bench too. When you don't have a good bench, if something happens Oh yeah, for sure. Lots of teams had good benches. Like uh remember Iggy on the Warriors? Well that was a good bench. You also had um you had Sean Livingston, I believe. Sean Livingston, yeah, they had a good good those yeah. warrior teams were good. Yeah, you had well, you had uh, Kavon. Yeah, those guys were good. I mean, some the benches helped. The benches could help you win a game and win a championship. You know, you need you need you need a good amount of players to to to. You gotta make when you make a smoothie, you take all the fruit, you put it into a machine. It's gotta blend. That's how it works with with sports. You know, you gotta, I like that. I like that analogy. You know? Yeah. And luckily for the Nets, James Harden's been working, Kyrie's been working. They've been getting along well, so hopefully it continues, especially, especially for that organization and the city. Because I'm sure it don't matter if it's the Knicks or the Nets. If a New York team is in the championship, all eyes are on New York. Yeah, I mean, even even if the Nets even if the Nets make the well, there's a good chance they will get to the Eastern Conference Finals. This is the first time. 
a New York basketball team has made it to the NBA finals, the NBA conference finals since 2000. Was it in the late 1999? Was it 99 or even after? Yeah, I think about 99, maybe 98. So for the Brooklyn, that's that's, that's enormous. That is in, so. I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, I I give luck to the to the Nets because I, you know what, they should work out. They should work out. They got to do whatever they can to try and win a championship. It and and with Steve Nash as your coach, it looks good for him too because you, you're starting off your career with a good hand. If you have three good oh, yeah, players, for sure. It, you don't want to be like Derek Fisher. Yeah, Derek Fisher, man, that was a bust for the Knicks. Derek Fisher, those were. He went what, like fifteen and sixty-seven? Uh yeah. I mean, he might have been the worst coach in Knicks history. Yeah, I remember that. He went like fifteen well, and sixty-seven. And David, him, and, well, David Fisdale was pretty bad too, but. Derek Fisher. I don't know why they hired him. I mean, the only reason they hired him is because Phil Jackson was in office. That's why. Yeah, that's true. And Phil, Phil ja- Jackson. Phil, Phil and Derek had a good relationship, obviously. So I respect Phil Jackson, but he wasn't he wasn't right for the Knicks. No way. He destroyed this team. He we we stuck after he came, Carmelo Anthony was traded. You know, we just we 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 had all these downfalls after that. All these downfalls, and then the franchise just fell downhill and then we're trying to now figure a way to go back up the hill so it's gonna hey, take it's time a good start. you gotta be patient it's a good start though that's something i could tell you guys it's a good start very good start and i and i, and I, I gotta say i've been pleased with what i've seen from this team especially last night even though we lost quickly look good they play hard they played very hard and they have a very bright future i believe yeah they're playing good for sure absolutely all right, so we're going to have our final thoughts segment. If you guys want to send in questions or predictions, feel free to send them. And, but the question for Brandon and Andrew from me is, where do the Mets go from here now that they missed out on George Springer? Will it be Jackie, Jackie Bradley Jr. and Brad Hand? But we will get to that right after this quick commercial break. And this commercial I love. It's my fun fact Friday that the Monroe Falcons hockey production team put together. We'll be right back. We're getting a lot of good feedback, and I think moving forward that we're going to do a lot of great things.
and the success that we have in store. I'm Doug Saravo, and I approve this message. We are back on the Doug Saravo Show. Feel free to send in your questions. So the question I have for all my co-hosts is, where will the New York Mets go from here? They missed out on George Springer. They missed out on Brad Hand. Brad Hand said he wants to be a closer. And the situation with the Mets is that they have Edwin Diaz. But why would they want Edwin Diaz over Brad Hand? We know Diaz has been very inconsistent since he became a New York Met. So, Brandon, I want to start with you. Do the Mets sign Jack Lee Bradley Jr.? And why do they decide to stick with Edwin Diaz instead of Brad Hand? Well, I think Edwin's still getting situated in, in, in Queens. I think he's... Because they know Edwin Diaz can be a potential threat to other teams, you know, closing out game, you know, he could, you know, he's, he's a threat to other teams, you know, knowing what he was like in Seattle, you know, cause when they traded with him with Cano, they knew he was going to be a good pitcher. He was going to be a good pitcher. Uh, they just wanted to, you know, you got to give him time to settle into New York. Cause sometimes it takes a while to settle into your new team. So I think they wanted to give Diaz another chance because I think this is the year where he can settle in and, be the Edwin Diaz that Steve Cohen hopes for. So I'm going to go back to you instead of um, Andrew, because this is what John has to say. Didi needs to resign with the Yankees, put Torres back at second, DJ at first, Voight DH, Stanton in left. I think this tightens up the middle defense. I like Frazier, and we always need a fourth outfielder. So, Brandon, what's your opinion on this Question from John. Dd should resign with the Yankees. Dd's so you know how you have, you know how you have favorite foods in the United States. You have uh, pizza, hamburgers, not you know food, other foods. He's a fan favorite in New York. He's a fan favorite. He's he's a fan favorite. Dd. He's always been loved by the Yankee fans. He is a fan favorite. So he should resign with the Yankees. He'll feel more loved here. He gets a warm. He always has a warm welcome. He always puts on a good performance, especially in the playoffs when he hit that three-run home run in the wild card game. The crowd exploded, and it turned out to be a great win for the Yankees that night. As he, without that three-run shot, I don't know where the Yankees would have ended up. So he brings a lot of energy to this team, and he's just hits. Every single, he singles, doubles, and he plays the field well. He's a very good shortstop. Very good shortstop. So, Andrew, can you give me your thoughts on where the New York Mets go from here? What position do you think they try to fill? Is it center field? Is it, you know, a pitcher, a bullpen guy? So, Andrew, where do you think the New York Mets go from here? Andrew, you having technical technical difficulties again? Um, I think they're gonna go. I'm not really sure. All right, so where do the Mets go from here? What's up? Yeah, technical difficulties. 
Why are you on your phone? I really don't know, to be honest with you, but uh, what I could say is that they'll probably, you know, rebuild and eventually move on to the championship. So you like what they have right now? What? So you like what they have right now is what you're saying? Yeah. All right, so they're going to do nothing in free agency. Yeah. They're going to keep the team the way they are, and they're going to go straight to the world championship. Is that it? Yeah. All right, Andrew, I think next time we do this show, you should do your use your laptop. Yeah, that's all I have. Andrew, you a Mexican or a What? What team do you like? You're the Dodgers. You're do- okay, for some reason I keep thinking you're a Mexican. The Dodgers? Yeah. So, Andrew, next time you do this, use your laptop. Andrew. Yeah, all right. Because I think you have more issues when you use your phone. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so next time we do this next month. What? Using on your end? No, I'm fine. My server, my my live stream on my end, it's fine. But for you, for some reason, it always, like, delays and it like lags so I think because you're on your phone that we have these issues did you hear what I just said Andrew Andrew you hear me right Brandon did you hear what I said yeah, you said, did you hear what I said? Yes, I think Andrew has to use his laptop because he freezes. He looks frozen. That's why last time I thought he was half asleep. Yeah, I'm using my phone, using my phone too. It does stutter It does stutter a little bit, this, the, uh, the sound. Yeah, I should use my computer next time too. Yeah, I think that would be better off. Yeah. Especially, uh, I mean, I know Andrew knows nothing about sports anyway. He, he knows for, the NBA. He knows the NBA well. Oh yeah, he knows the NBA. But for our audience, it makes it look like he doesn't know anything. But it re, in reality, it's his phone that freezes, so he doesn't. I don't want the audience to think like he's this like dumb person, right, Andrew? Andrew. Yeah, I'm gonna join. I'm gonna join. One second, I'm gonna try to uh, get on. Oh, you're gonna use your laptop now? All right, so Andrew, if you want, we're gonna we're gonna go to a quick commercial break because then we'll have our final thoughts segment on on the show. So set that all up, come back, and we'll have our final thoughts on what we all thought about today's episode. All right, we'll be right back, guys, right after this quick commercial break. Where the Monroe Falcons are playing the St. Joseph of the Cutchin Falcons. Past uh, that game's history, we have a, a state's uh, championship on our mind now. The ranch, the buffalo, 
it all works together very nicely. Welcome to Falcons Insider. Falcons Insider. On today's episode, we're doing a lot of great work. You know, this is work that people said couldn't have been done before. A lot of money doing something you love. Re-elected team reporter. Yeah, what a season that was for you. 54, 54 points in 18 games. Um... But definitely, I mean, I, when I said that we're going to win GMCs, I think yeah, that's another one that, we, that I remember. Yeah. You just said it with, with so much confidence. back on the Doug Saravo show alongside me is just Brandon Schwartz because it looks like Andrew is disappeared. You know, like, I, Brandon, do we understand Andrew at times, or? Like, he confuses me sometimes. He's a good kid, but, like, like in today's episode, I was like, Andrew, are you like, is your service working? He wouldn't tell me. And I'm not sure if he's coming back on. Computer, first of all, the battery doesn't die too much, you know? When the battery, the battery will die fast with your phone, so better to use a computer. Hello? <laughs> Unless he's now watching, because someone just sent a someone just sent a comment. So, uh, no, yeah, uh, John, blink twice if you're being captive. <laughs> oh, wait, Andrew's joining us again. Here we go. Let's see. Andrew, Andrew, welcome back, amigo. Hey. Oh, see, this is perfect, Andrew. Yeah. I'm glad you're using your laptop. Hey. Yep. I want to send it by email. Yeah, I'll send it by email. Yeah. Andrew, do you hear echoing, or that's just your your end? I don't hear anything. I don't hear it either. All right, cool. So give us your final thoughts for this show. Oh, I thought it was a great show. You know, I know there was a lot of glitching and a lot of freezing. But it was overall a great show, especially with the basketball course. And, of course, we're finally now to the Super Bowl here. <laughs> Just in time to say goodbye. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, um, like I said earlier, I did not expect the Bills to lose. I was thinking it was going to be Bills in Tampa. Is that yeah, I didn't think the Bills predicted? would lose either, but, but they did. Yeah. A lot of people did. Like, yesterday I did a poll on my Instagram and asked people, who do you think is going to win that Bills game? And 23, about 80% of the people 
voted the uh, the bills, and then about twenty percent of it uh, of those voters voted for uh, for Green Bay. It was or Chiefs, I think it was, right? Uh yeah, Chiefs won. Yeah, right. It's gonna be right. Chiefs and the Buccaneers for the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Green Bay's out. Whoops. But anyways, yeah, that's what I thought. I literally thought it was gonna be the Bills because I like heard so much good things about these uh, about this team. I like heard them about about them in the news, about them in uh, on sports media, people watching the game, this and that. It's like I thought it was gonna be them. Yeah, I thought so too. But you know, Tampa Bay stopped uh, Aaron Rodgers, Jason Pierre-Paul. Thanks for the Super Bowl in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the Bills. I think they just need one more year and they'll be good. Josh Allen's a great quarterback, but you got to think about this. They don't have the experience for what it takes to win a Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, they went 13-3, and three, but they didn't really go far. And what I mean by that is they had a year where Tom Brady was not in the division. And if Tom Brady was in the division, I think it would have been different for the Buffalo Bills. Yes. People seem to forget that. This is the first year where the Patriots didn't have Tom Brady as their starting quarterback. And a lot of people seem to forget it. Yeah, yeah, Josh Allen's a great quarterback. Uh, Yeah, they have a great head coach. Yeah, they got Stephon Diggs. But when you look at this division, Tom Brady was not there. And what happens? He goes to the NFC South where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers used to have Jameis Winston. I think they went like 7-9 and nine last year. Right? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the Super Bowl. So I think next year, given more experience, the Buffalo Bills will ultimately go to that AFC Championship game again, but host it. I think that's going to be the key. Because again, when you're Unless you're Tom Brady, when you're playing in the AFC Championship in Kansas City, it's going to be loud and it's going to be hard to win. Now remember this. There was no sellout. There was a limit on crowd this year. So could you imagine how the Bills would have performed with a larger fan base in Kansas City? Or could you imagine how the Bills would perform with fans in Buffalo? Yeah, that's true. Well, They, they could have these... went like 14-2, and two, but a lot of people seem to forget that Tom Brady was no longer in the AFC East. I'm not taking credit away from the Buffalo Bills, but it would have been a lot different if Tom Brady was still a New England Patriot. Remember, the Bills didn't have to play the Patriots this year. I'm not taking anything away from Josh Allen. I think he had an MVP season. I think he's going to still win MVP this year. But Tom Brady, being in the NFC, was a game changer for a lot of AFC teams. You could say it was an impact on the Dolphins. You could say it was an impact on the Bills. And I think it's going to be a lot different moving forward, knowing that Tom Brady isn't in the AFC. The AFC East... Because now he's in the NFC South, and he is going to win the Super Bowl this year. Next year is going to be 
the Buffalo Bills winning it. And Tom Brady will still be a quarterback at age 46. He's going to be in Tampa for three years. Mark it down, Andrew. He's going to be retiring at the age of 46. He still wants to play. He still has that passion. He still has that hunger. It ain't over for Tom Brady. This is just, this, this is just a start for Tom Brady. And this is my final segment, my final thought segment. Brandon, your turn. Uh, for John, we'll be back uh, next Monday. This is a Monday night thing. Brandon, your turn. Brady is the GOAT. Brady is the GOAT. I think everybody knows that by now after what they saw in yesterday's game. He is the GOAT. Greatest of all time, hands down. You got to give him credit. He, he changed his franchise. They deserve to be in the Super Bowl along with the, the Kansas City Chiefs, who also deserve to be in the Super Bowl. Two great quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes from Texas Tech, are, is going against the Michigan Wolverine, Tom Brady, who deserves, who both deserve to be playing in Tampa at Super Bowl 55. It's going to be a great matchup. They are allowing 22,000 fans in the stadium. Which is great. It's going to be a lot. And it's in Tampa, too. It's going to be great. A lot of fans that are playing in Tampa. There will also be a lot of Kansas City Chiefs fans there, too, because Kansas City's got a great fan base. They got a great fan base. It's going to be a fun matchup, and I think it's going to be a high-scoring Super Bowl. It's going to be fun, and I agree with you, Doug. Josh Allen had an MVP season. Great season for Josh Allen. Great season for the Buffalo Bills. And you got to give a lot of credit to Sean McDermott, who did a great job with this, with this roster. He did a great job. He's a, he's a great coach, and I think the Bills have a very. very... All right, guys, this has been a great show. We'll be back next Monday. Uh, I'm believe I believe we're gonna st as of now it's 9 p.m. So, we'll be back next week. Obviously, we're going to probably discuss the Pro Bowl. I know not many people are into the Pro Bowl, but that's something we will be discussing. The Pro Bowl, whatever happens in Major League Baseball, there's still guys out there. Uh, I'll discuss the National Hockey League. And we just, want to thank, we just want to thank our loyal supporters for sending in their comments, their thoughts, because this has been a great show. And I just want to give another shout-out to Nick Klein for being one of the best pizza makers in the world. Shout-out to Nick Klein. Thank you, everyone, for watching us. We'll see you guys next time. Brandon, thank you for joining me. Andrew, thank you for joining me. Next week, use your laptop, okay, kiddo? All right. Yeah. All right, thank you, guys. All right, we'll see you guys next week on the Doug Sharavo Show. This was a great show, as always. And we have some updated episodes of Faith, Life, and Death. You can find them on YouTube. We also have updated episodes of Section 116, where I discuss the New Jersey Devils and the latest around the National Hockey League. Again, thank you for joining me on the Doug Sharavo Show. It's always a pleasure. Check out my podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and all your, all your podcast applications. Thank you, guys, and we wish you the best of luck, and stay safe.